idea is that uh, forests are, are magical, that they play a critical role in absorbing uh, carbon that's in the atmosphere, and that it is that carbon that is actually leading to the warming of the environment. So in essence, uh, trees then uh, are the magic that uh, can easily be utilized and improved to combat uh, this uh, existential threat of uh, climate change. Around the world, indigenous communities are helping combat a looming catastrophe, climate change, created by excess carbon in the air that threatens us all. At the same time, they are claiming their historical land rights as they work to continue to live with respect and dignity and maintain their traditional livelihoods. A crucial common link is the Red Plus program. Learn about Red Plus here on Get Ready, brought to you by the World Bank and the Forest Carbon Partnership Facility. I am Eugene Fongwa. In Belize, Pablo Miz is a Maya indigenous leader who represents his people in dealings with the national government of Belize and international organizations regarding Red Plus. It is um, targeting um, areas and countries where there is uh, still uh, large scale or large tracts of remaining forest uh, so that there can be a renewed and, re and a redouble redoubling of efforts to maintain the standing forest and where forests have been removed that there is uh, a greater effort to restore, to um, regenerate those, uh, those forests. Under the Red Plus program, separate from compensation for verified emission reductions, there are a variety of other benefits for contributing communities. These are called non-carbon benefits. One example is support to indigenous communities to organize to ensure that the rights of indigenous peoples are respected. This includes the right to continue with their traditional livelihoods and their social and cultural practices as well as their interdependent relationship with the forest. Red Plus has helped us, for instance, to build the awareness of others, including those that make decisions for the country. It has helped us to tell our story as to how we see our land. Painting such a picture of the land has helped the village of Mului in East Kalimantan, Indonesia, obtain legal recognition of their ancestral homeland. Among SJA of Yayasan Padi, Indonesia, who has worked with communities to have their land rights recognized, explains. We created a map of the village. We wrote the regulation, the institution, and the spatial plan, as well as the assets of the village. And then we presented all these documents to the local government, and then they verified them, and after that, we had a meeting with the local government. Next, we got a recommendation from the regional secretary as the leader of the verification process. And from there, the regional secretary proposed this document to the region in 2019. And now, the indigenous community has been legally recognized by the government. Akmat Wijeyu, himself a member of a local community in Indonesia, tells us how this process of community engagement works. 
It is a process called Free Prior and Informed Consent or FPIC that ensures that members of the community know what the program is and don't feel pressured towards a decision before they choose whether to agree to it. We open an opportunity for the villages to hold their independent meetings. And when they are ready, they will contact us. And we will have a meeting between the district government and also the village government. And in this meeting, they will present their discussion and they will present their commitment. We invite the women, the men, as well as the young people in this community. The roles of women and youth are valued in Red Plus. In Madagascar, Lana Razafi Manantse is the founder of Gasi Youth Up, a group dedicated to the rights of youth and women. When we say women involvement, women's rights to be captured in the Red Plus program, it's not only we give a seat to women or at the table of negotiation and then have her there, it's for her to, to, to share her concerns, her perspective, her rights, claim her rights, and say those are the things that are specifically for us. And this is the thing that we want since the beginning of, um, of, of our participation in the Red Plus program. Young people also can benefit from training because of Red Plus. Averodis Cordoba Boha is the community leader of Community Council of Afro-Descendant Communities called Kokoma Sioux in an area on the northwest coast of Colombia. She says young people are taught how to use technology to keep track of the health of the forests. For young people, it is much easier to use new technologies, tools that motivate them. To defend the land, they have to know. For the forest measurement methodologies, for the routes, having knowledge on topics such as GPS, compasses, etc. motivates them. The training is for them. We also use the resources of our Red Plus program to carry out training annually. The benefits of Red Plus are also direct and improving income. In Ghana, the tall trees that soak up carbon pollution also provide shade that helps cash crops grow. One of them is cocoa, the main ingredient in chocolate. Farmer Nana Kofi Ousu lives in the Ashanti region. Initially, I had no shade trees and it affected my cocoa trees. I received training on the benefits of growing shade trees which protects the cocoa trees from excess sunlight. When I listened to them, I saw great improvements on my farm. Due to the Red Plus initiative, I am able to make more money from my cocoa plants. I use the money I get to undertake family-related projects like paying school fees, feeding the family and paying medical bills. Protecting and improving the diversity of life in a forest is an important benefit of the Red Plus approach. In the Pacific Island nation of Fiji, this has helped protect the Nanai, which is central to the Emily people's identity and has allowed the continuation of traditional practices and cultural events. But helping the forest to thrive has also made it easier for people to get food and medicines. William Nasu is a young leader among the Emily people. 
Our forests provide cool weather for us and ensure our drinking water remains healthy. It reduces the effects of bad weather and help us to get our food closer to our homes. For us in the village who rely on the forest for our daily living, this means a lot to us in terms of providing for our families and our individual health. Since we began protecting our forests and caring for their growth, many of the trees and plants we use for food have begun to appear very near to our homes. For indigenous peoples, the ties to the land go deep into the heart. In Indonesia, indigenous leader Among Sjaya says the forests are important from a spiritual perspective. The forest is our mother. Not just Mother Earth, but a mother who provides. When we harvest or cut down a tree, we need to have permission from the ancestors. A certain ritual is performed to maintain the spiritual relationship with the tree, as the tree has its own soul. If the rituals are not performed, if permission is not received from the ancestors, then the tree should not be cut. Get Ready is a production of the World Bank and Developing Radio Partners. I am Eugene Fongwa. Thank <sweak> you.